Good morning, Living Streams. My name is David Stockton. Welcome to our daily devotional for this communal season of prayer and fasting. Thank you for carving out this time to join us as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This week, as we prepare ourselves for a message entitled Fasting as Prayer, we're discussing a few different types of prayer for which fasting may be an appropriate addition. Today, our Creative Arts Coordinator, Morgan Breitling, will be leading us in a devotional and a time of imaginative meditation on grief and the story of Lazarus's death. This week, we're exploring experiences in which we might fast as a means of connecting with or feeling close to the Lord. One of these scenarios is in grieving or lamenting, where we bring our sorrow to the Lord. We may feel as if we have nothing left but pain and grief. These experiences can leave us feeling empty or in need of comfort. Other times, when we've chosen to fast for another reason, raw emotions like sorrow or grief can come to the surface as we're stripped of necessities like food or other distractions that would normally take our focus away from these emotions. Today we're going to spend some time engaging our imagination as we read and meditate on the story of the death of Lazarus in John 11 verses 17 through 36. Before we start, it's important to remember there is a significant difference between Eastern, New Age, or secular meditations and Christian meditation. In Eastern, New Age, or secular meditations, people try to empty themselves in order to focus inwardly or perhaps even to invite some other spirit in. In Christian meditation, we attempt to still ourselves so that we can focus on God, invite the Holy Spirit in, and be led by Him into an awareness of His presence or perhaps even revelation. Let's begin by recognizing the presence of God in the room. Use your imagination to expand your awareness of Him in the room with you. What does He look like? Where is He sitting or standing? What is the expression on His face right now? Now ask God to guide you in your reading and meditation. Pray Psalm 25, verse 4. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Now we're going to read through John 11, 17 through 36 twice. The first time through, I would like to encourage you to use your imagination. What sights, smells, sounds, and feelings come to mind? Take the chance to look through everyone's perspectives. Some instrumental music will play for a couple of minutes after the reading to allow you time to engage with the Lord in the passage. The second time reading, I will walk through the passage through the perspective of one of the disciples, exploring what he may have been experiencing in the moment. Please remember that your imagination is not the scripture itself, but it is something that God can use to help you engage with the scripture and to write the scripture on your heart. If at any point you find thoughts or feelings coming up, feel free to pause and venture where the Lord may be taking you, even if this means spending all of your time on one phrase or passage. Or if you find yourself getting distracted or losing focus, gently bring yourself back to the scripture and the experience, allowing yourself to focus in on God's presence again. John 11:17 through 36 says, on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had been dead in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, 
and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who has come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Now we'll pause for a moment to reflect on this passage. Now I'll read through again, pausing to look through the perspective of one of the disciples traveling with Jesus. Verse 17 says, On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been dead in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. As we look through the eyes of one of the disciples, I ask, how do you think they felt? Were they afraid for the life of their friend and Lord as they entered into a land filled with death threats against him? Or were they firm in their faith that he would be protected by his Father in heaven? Picture their arrival into Bethany, not a glorious triumphant entrance, but walking into a gloomy, sorrowful atmosphere. The death of a dear friend, Lazarus, still fresh on the minds and hearts of those who love him. Still covered in dirt from the journey, with no time to clean up before Martha met them still on the road, the news of the death to the disciples, was it shocking, confusing? She says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Thoughts of fear begin to dissolve as grief takes the stage. She continues, but I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. She seems so brave, so confident that the Lord will still bring good from this outcome. 
Your brother will rise again, he says. She believes that will come with the final resurrection. She believes Jesus is the Messiah. Verse 28 says, After she has said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. The disciple watches as Martha goes in for her sister Mary. What did Mary feel when she heard the master was calling for her? Faith, relief, sadness, disappointment, fear, loved and known? Still through the eyes of the disciple, seeing the crowd of Jews there to comfort the sisters, follow Mary to the tomb to mourn alongside her. However, she didn't go to the tomb, she went to Jesus. The disciples possibly are surrounded or even pushed aside by the crowd awaiting the response of Jesus. What's going on around the disciple? Is it noisy with mourning and tending to the sisters? Are some meeting Martha while others rush to Mary as she falls to her knees at the feet of Jesus? Does the crowd hush as she and Jesus begin to speak? Or are they so absorbed in their own intentions and emotions, even though their hearts are pure, that they don't notice his response right away? Verse 33 says, When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come alongside her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him, he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Imagine the disciple standing to the side. What is he feeling? Expectation, confusion, grief, aching hearts all around, the sound of weeping and sniffling, friends and family leaning on one another. Even though they lost their dear Lazarus days ago, the weight is still fresh and heavy on their hearts. And Jesus, the Master, the Messiah, he sees it too. He doesn't dismiss their grief or shame them for not believing. Instead, with tenderness and compassion, he joins in with mourning. He weeps. The whole crowd begins to gasp at the sight of his mourning. See how he loved him. Is the disciple brought to tears as well? Does his heart overflow with understanding of Jesus' love, a love so deep that the Messiah himself would feel their pain? As I sit in and experience this immersive reading, I find myself reflecting on times I've lost something or someone I love. Maybe it looks like loss of a loved one, lasting health issues, or changing seasons where those we love become more distant. These scenarios likely look even more different for you. What comes to mind when experiencing this passage? For me, I begin to feel relief. I don't mean full relief from my pain or sorrow, but a relief that my Father, the Lord of Lords, Jesus, knows firsthand what I experience. Not only does he know, but he weeps with me. He sees my heart when it's broken, and he doesn't shame me for my sorrow or fear or disappointment. Instead, he meets me there where I am, offering comfort of understanding of my heart. Now bring your attention back to God in the room with you. Where is he now? What is the expression on his face now? How has he spoken to your heart? I encourage you to write it down to reflect. Thank you for joining us in today's daily devotional. May the Lord bless you and may you be aware of his presence today.
Thank you so much for joining us in today's daily devotional. We'll be posting one of these on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every Monday through Saturday morning for the duration of our January fasting season. We hope this time helped you grow your courage as well as your intimacy with the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you.